I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What is going on everyone and welcome back to the channel. I hope you're all doing well. Now today's first entitled parent story is actually a little bit scary. When an entitled parent comes at this man and his girlfriends out of the blue with a knife, OP is left with little choice but to draw his gun on this Karen. This is definitely one of the crazier and more risky stories that I've read out on my channel. But guys, without further ado, let's get into it and see what happens. Entitled parent gets gun drawn on her because she can't accept that times have changed I want to state clearly that this did not happen to me But to a friend in a state that has adopted a set of stand your ground laws This is posted with his explicit permission though I will have to redact some details due to the still ongoing case So this friend of mine was out and about with his girlfriend shopping for groceries clothes and some new utensils My friend and his girlfriend stop at a store to pick up some clothes some for themselves and some for his girlfriend's niece who is all but two years old and is having her birthday in two days. After finding the clothes that both him and his girlfriend want for themselves and his girlfriend's niece, they were walking up to the checkouts when, according to my friend, they heard a woman screech, You filthy harlot! You can't wear those kinds of clothes in public! This made them both stop and turn around to see an obese, middle-aged woman with the stereotypical Karen haircut that was dragging along a poor kid who looked like he was wearing hand-me-downs from several generations before, while the mother was wearing what appeared to be a fancy dress that looked horrible on her, according to my friend. She also had some jewelry and had enough makeup on her face to put a Barbie doll that's been dunked in wax to shame. Now, my friend didn't like that this woman called his girlfriend a harlot. The term harlot was common many, many years ago and was used to describe women and was basically calling them, you know, filthy or prostitutes in a religious manner or context. He simply said, Lady, don't use that word to describe my girlfriend. You shouldn't even be using that sort of language around your kid. Besides, what she decides to wear is her choice alone. Now, kindly leave us alone. The mother screeched, I am a God-fearing, God-worshipping woman and your elder. You have to listen to me. My friend's girlfriend made the mistake of saying that they might have heard her out if she had been nice and calm about it and not yelling like a banshee on crack. This, not surprisingly, didn't sit well with the mother in the slightest, which then caused her to start shouting about how that as their superior and because they were younger than her and less disciplined than her, that they needed to listen to her and that her precious baby didn't deserve to see a trashy woman wearing trashy clothes and that they would taint his mind. This in turn annoyed both of them, but they decided to just drop the subject altogether instead of feeding fuel to the dumpster fire. They walk away after they heard the mother sputtering and yelling about how my friend's girlfriend was a bad influence to her precious child and how they were both, and I quote from his account, be sent to hell one way or another. The last comments put him on edge, and rightly so. After checking out, and with their cheerful moods dampened, they both were on their way to my friend's car, when they both heard, Sweetie, get in the car. Mummy has some problems to deal with. 
They both rolled their eyes and continued on their way to my friend's car until they heard I'll cut those clothes off you myself. You filthy sinners This of course was said by that mother that they hoped they'd seen the last of my friend turned around and saw the woman hobbling over with a knife in her hand with the blade flipped out yelling at them the whole time my friend immediately tells his girlfriend to call the police as he yells at her to stop walking towards them with the knife when she doesn't stop he once again yells at her to stop and please put away the knife and that nobody has to get hurt when she still doesn't walk away my friend drew his concealed carry out from his waistband and once more shouts at the woman to just walk away and that he doesn't want to use his firearm he borderline begged her not to make him have to pull the trigger that he didn't want her kid to lose his mother The mother screeched that she would get him arrested for drawing a dangerous weapon on a law-abiding person that was doing God's work and quickly hobbled away, much to his relief. His girlfriend came out from behind a nearby car and handed the phone to him so he could explain what happened. He let the 911 operator know that he was a lawful concealed carrier and that he just drew his weapon on a person that wished him and his girlfriend bodily harm. Following the operator's instructions, he described the time, place, and the vehicles that were around him and set his firearm on the trunk of his car and both him and his girlfriend stepped away from that trunk. When the police arrived, they detained my friend. Now, detained does not mean arrest. He was just put in the back of the cruiser while the police sorted things out. No handcuffs were involved and no rights were read. And they both gave the responding officers their side of the story and pointed out the security cameras outside. They confiscated my friend's firearm, a standard procedure for incidents like these, and asked them both to give a statement at the police station. They agreed, and my friend was even complimented later by an officer for not being hasty and showing exceptional trigger discipline. He has not gotten his firearm back and will most likely not receive it back until this whole case is sorted out. But he then told me that losing his firearm for the time being is preferred over having to potentially kill someone over something as stupid as clothing. I'll let you fine folks know any updates that might happen if my friend is willing to talk about it. Thanks for hearing me out if you listened to this entire event. I just really thought that this was a shiny example to what problems can happen when entitlements and what is probably mental health issues mix. And there we go. Wow. Fortunately, no one ended up getting hurt in this story, but seriously, it didn't seem that far away, did it? This woman, look, of course, I don't know her. I wasn't there. I'm not going to try and, you know, guess or even give my opinion on whether she has mental health issues or not. Maybe she does. Maybe she doesn't. Not really my place to say. One thing for sure, though, getting a knife out and threatening someone with that knife because you don't like what they're wearing, that is weird yeah i think we can all agree on that one um not something i do myself and uh, to be honest i hate a lot of clothes so um yeah very very strange i mean to be fair guys if you saw me wearing this little i don't know even know what you call it like tie-dye shirt out in public and you hate a tie-dye would you come at me with a knife that's a question for you comment down below there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. 
All right, then moving on to our second story now. Entitled neighbor thinks that my wife shouldn't be allowed out of the house. I live in a very friendly community in Sydney, Australia. Almost everyone knows everyone else and gets along really well. We've been here for over 20 years now and I wouldn't live anywhere else. Now, first off, my wife is blind. She's a bit famous both for being a successful medical practitioner in the area and because she's done a lot of public speaking on blindness and has actually been featured in a few ads with her guide dog. Around 10 years ago, a new family moves in, about 10 houses down from us. It comprises an entitled mum with her three kids and a poor dad. They obviously own the new franchise of a fairly well-known Australian dessert chain, as they have the company van in their driveway, whenever the hard-working dad happens to be home. I'm guessing... I'm guessing he worked 13 to 15 hour days, six to seven days a week, the poor guy. Now, my wife likes to go for walks around the area with her guide dog. It's her main form of exercise and a way for her to bump into and chat with members of the community who know and like her. At the time, our daughter was still a baby and in a pram. So my wife towed the pram behind her when she walked. That was actually the subject of one of the ads that she was in. As she walks past the new neighbor's house, their dog runs out and attacks her guide dog. She was on her own, but fortunately, another neighbor saw it and pulled the dog away while she went home. Now she tells me about it, but we think, well, they're new here and maybe one of the kids let the dog out. It's illegal to actually have a dog off leash anywhere in public in Sydney, other than certain designated parks and beaches. But a couple of days later, the same thing happens again. This time, the dog ran all the way to our house from theirs and attacked her dog. Fortunately, I heard her scream. I came out and dragged the dog off her. This time, I went over to the woman's house to complain about their dog. Hi there, I live up the road and your dog keeps attacking my wife's guide dog? Why is this my problem? Well, you realize that it's illegal for your dog to be outside your yard off lead, don't you? Well, my kids like playing at the front with the dog. Well, can you please get a gate? Like, your dog shouldn't be running loose on the road. Maybe your wife shouldn't be out loose on the road. Oh my god, she actually said that. At this point, I realized that this was a waste of time. So I returned home and we called the police. Remember, wife blind, well-known community member, and very strict dog laws. The police come over and we tell them the story. They take notes and say that her actions constitute assault on my wife, not just breaking the law by letting their dog out. They asked if we would like to press charges. We say no, but can you talk to her about not letting their dog out of the yard? They agree and say they'll further warn her that if they get another complaint of this sort, the dog will be seized and euthanized. We also have strict laws about vicious animals. A few days later, my wife wants to go for another walk, but she's still a bit shaken by the two attacks. So she asked me to come with her. As we walk past our entitled neighbor's house, her kids are in the front yard. When they see us, they immediately lie on the ground and play dead. I noticed their mum watching and asked what is going on. She says, Well, if you're going to get our dog killed, you might as well get our kids killed as well. A few days later, our doorbell rings. I answer, and the man there introduces himself as the entitled neighbor's husband. He says that one of their direct neighbors saw what was going on with his wife, kids, and their dog and told him about it. He apologized profusely for what his wife and children have been doing and says it will never happen again. This dad seemed like a very nice, if exhausted guy. I told him that this is a close community and everyone likes to get along. The dad replied that he could see that. 
Flash forward to maybe two months later and we notice that the house is up for sale and we never see the company van in the driveway. It turns out that these two were going through a divorce and had to sell the house after being there less than a year and the business to split things up. Now, I'm not saying this incident with my wife caused the divorce, but I'm sure it contributed to it. Unfortunately, the dad working so hard all the time left his entitled wife to bring up three entitled kids. They're gonna face some hard knocks in the future. Oh, to be honest, I feel terrible for this man. Like he's going off to work all day, building a business, you know, making all the money for the family, it sounds like. And then it turns out that at home, his horrible wife is raising their three kids in a pretty horrible, entitled way. What can you do? Like that is a tough situation. To be fair, um, he did choose to marry her in the first place. Could have made a slightly better decision on that one, my friend. But in all seriousness, uh, yeah, my heart goes out to you, bro. I uh, hope you find a better wife sometime soon. And now moving on to our final story of today's episode. Guys, a little warning before we get into it. This is a very controversial one. And heads up, I'm gonna wanna hear your comments down below about your thoughts on this story. My entitled bratty friend thinks she doesn't have to get a job or contribute to her share of rent because of her anxiety. She expects us to pay her way while she does nothing. My friends and I are all moving out of our parents' houses into an apartment on September the 8th. There's four of us. The apartment is about two hours away from where we currently live and is near our college. We all agreed to split the cost of rent. This was months ago. We're all 19 to 20, by the way. This is how irritating my friend is. She has really bad driving anxiety and doesn't have a job. She's been sitting at home all summer doing nothing. She applied for a job at the beginning of July to a place down the street from the apartment. Her mum drove her to that interview and back. They offered her a position and gave her all the paperwork to fill out and fax it to them. She did that. Orientation was scheduled July 20th. She called and had the place reschedule it for August 7th because she couldn't find anyone to drive her there and she said she felt sick. She never went to that August orientation and pretty much ghosted the place. So that's out. That would have been perfect for her because all she would have to do is walk down the sidewalk literally about a five to ten minute walk down the streets this isn't the first job she's flaked out on either it's always the driving anxiety excuse she has her license and has drove on the freeway many times though the rest of us have jobs the apartment has a pool and common areas that people hang out at she thinks she's just going to lounge at the pool all day meet cute guys make new friends and all that she's really excited to move in that's what she told another roommate I think she just doesn't want to work. But she needs to though, because that was part of the deal. You cover your share of the rent. If she can't pay for her share of the rent, then she can't stay with us. End of story. I thought the group was on board with that. I mean, she's had all summer to find a job and she keeps flaking on the ones that want to hire her because she has to drive there. Pretty soon, it's gonna be time to move in. And it's like, if you think you're just gonna sit in the apartment all day, taking online classes and then lounge by the pool, you're sadly mistaken. The rest of the group would love to do that, but we need money to survive. We told her she's gonna have to get over her driving anxiety and find a job or figure out a way to get money. She got mad and started cussing us out, saying we don't understand and it's not that easy to get a job. We've even tried to help her apply for jobs and she screamed, I don't need your help, I'll figure it out myself. I know her parents aren't willing to pay for her monthly rents and boy are they eager for her to move out. 
probably because she mouths off to them constantly. My one roommate thinks we should cover September's rent for her and maybe she'll find a job once she's in the area, but I'm not too hopeful on that. I think if she isn't working somewhere by September the 1st, then she can't move in. End of story. But that's just me. According to another roommate, I'm being too harsh and unsympathetic towards her. I should be willing to give her a chance to get a job before saying she can't live with us. All right then, guys, what do you think about this one? Now, I'll be completely honest, and this is a little behind the scenes insights. I try not to read these stories in full before I read them out to you. Obviously, I go through and check that they make sense, that the story is, you know, at least somewhat interesting and that it's well formatted, etc., etc., and it's written in decent English, of course. But I try not to read through the full story word for word so I don't really spoil my own reaction. I kind of want it to seem as if I'm reacting to it whilst you're listening to it, reacting to it for the first time in the same sort of way at the same time. I think that makes it more engaging when I first saw the title of the story I thought it was all about her actual anxiety, you know, like an actual illness not just driving anxiety I thought it meant, you know anxiety as a whole So the fact that it is actually just driving anxiety that is causing her to not get a job and you know Making you think that she shouldn't stay there, etc, etc It has changed my opinion of what I originally thought at first I thought, you know, maybe your friend has really crippling anxiety She's trying to overcome it and when she overcomes it She'll get a job and and pay her rent and in that time But in the meantime and in between time you could help her out while she you know gets over that But actually no, it's it's not that it's just it just seems more like an excuse to me It seems like you're right. She doesn't want to work She's just trying to like laze around and all that stuff and actually she's just using her driving anxiety as an excuse Not saying it doesn't exist. I'm sure it does but you don't have to drive to get a job There are other ways of getting to your work. That's for sure to be fair Um, I wouldn't be opposed if you guys all agreed on it to just paying her rent for one month I doubt it would be loads of money if you all combined the other three roommates, but obviously that's up to you It's your money and rent is a serious thing If someone is not paying their rent and looks like they're not going to pay their rent no drama if you're not paying it for them that's kind of what i do as well to be fair i would give them one month you know thinking about it i give them one month and say you know what look we're your friends we're going to give you one month of split rent and if you haven't paid or haven't got a job or haven't you know found any way of making money after that time then you're done sorry i love you as a mate but come on this is money this is rent you gotta pay But listen, guys, what do you think? Like, comment down below. Do you reckon give them some more time? Give them no time at all? I don't know. I'd lean towards being a little bit sympathetic just at first. Give them a chance. Maybe they'll realize, oh, everyone else is paying for me. That's embarrassing. I need to get off my butt and do something. And then they'll do it. Who knows? But if they don't start doing it, yeah, I'm out of there immediately. Comment down below. What do you think? I'm interested to see your thoughts. Anyway, guys, that is going to do it for this one. Really hope you have enjoyed it. If you did and you want to see more from me right away, please do check out another video on screen right here. If you're new to the channel and you, for some reason, haven't subscribed yet throughout the duration of this video, what are you doing? First of all, hit this button, subscribe to the channel for daily Reddit videos, turn on the notification bell as well, and you'll get notified when I post tomorrow. And I'll see you all then. Have a good one. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.